0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Tuesday, November 30th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer, it is made pure. Our text line is open up for you as well this hour, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. We have got, of course, basketball coming up tomorrow. Marshall is taking on Akron. We're going to hear a little bit later on what Akron's all about with Marshall head basketball coach Dan D'Antoni. Other than that, we're going to keep the lines open pretty much for you today. Uh, Today would have been Marshall taking on Wright State in women's basketball. If you weren't with us yesterday, that matchup got canceled. There is a COVID outbreak with Wright State's program, so out of precaution, make sure everyone's okay. They're canceling a few games, the Marshall game included, so it's been declared a no contest. I don't know if you can fit in a reschedule there. But that's disappointing from the standpoint that I know Marshall would have liked to have got back on the court, feeling good about the effort and the performance against Michigan State, feeling bad that there was an opportunity to win that game. So I'm sure the Herb would have liked to have gotten right back on the court. So we got to wait a few days. That's okay. I think Marshall will use that time wisely. So Akron's tomorrow. So we'll definitely be getting into that a lot more with our preview coming up before the game broadcast. So just a reminder there, we're going to have lots of coverage of that game tomorrow. Uh, There's a lot to get into today. I don't know where I want to begin. Really, we've got more coaching changes. I guess we need to talk about Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame to become the next head football coach at LSU. I thought Notre Dame was like one of those destination jobs, right? Like you're the head coach of Notre Dame. Notre Dame is still... Getting a lot of push. There's a lot of consideration for Notre Dame and the playoff. I would think Notre Dame would have a legitimate shot if the playoff was expanded to continue to have a seat at that table. And you can win at Notre Dame. Brian Kelly has shown that. But is it easier to win at LSU? It's a huge contract. He has a 10 year deal, it's $95 million. There's incentives as well. And so we'll get the official press conference tomorrow, but it's a done deal. Sure, I would leave my job right now for a 10-year deal for $95 million. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I would leave right now for $5 million. I'm not to say I don't get a, a lavish paycheck here. I'm just saying, you know, you offer me a deal for $95 million, I'm out. I'm gone. I don't I don't care where I need to go here in the in the lower 48. I'm gone for that job for 95 million. Yeah, I can I can make do on that. That's a big deal. That's huge. He's going to have to live up to that. I mean, you just don't pay a coach 95 million dollars and then expect LSU to be maybe on the outside looking in or maybe LSU sometimes will get a sniff at the championship. No, you're bringing Brian Kelly in to make LSU a perennial contender and get into not only the SEC championship game, win that, you get into the national championship hunt, win that. That's what $95 million is trying to accomplish when you make that deal. So we'll see if he's successful. I thought Notre Dame was a good job, though. But LSU, it's attractive. You can win there, right? It's probably easier to win there, would you think? Maybe the academics aren't as tough as it is at Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame, right? You know, prestigious institution. You get more exposure at LSU when you're in the mighty SEC, the television deal. I I don't know if it's going to be much better. Sure, Notre Dame has got that NBC deal. At the time, that was a huge deal, but LSU – Maybe offering a little bit more what Brian Kelly's looking for. I mean, didn't he say last year that Notre Dame was where he wanted to stay? And I would think any coach that had that job would want to stay at Notre Dame. The prestige of Notre Dame. So when Marshall plays Notre Dame next year, it's not going to be coached by Brian Kelly, which disappoints me there. At the same time, though, Brian Kelly's not disappointed. $95 million. I don't think we can stress that a month. Now, I don't think $95 million is the number that's going to be uh, thrown around when we find out how much, but former West Virginia head football coach and, of course, uh, a proud, proud Marion County boy, Rich Rodriguez, taking the job at Jacksonville State. Now, Jacksonville State, you're thinking, where have I heard Jacksonville State recently? Well, Jacksonville State right now in the football championship subdivision It's in Jacksonville, Alabama. It's going to transition to Conference USA for the 2023 season. They finished 5-6 and this season, so they're looking to up their coaching game, bring a coach in with football bowl subdivision experience, experience at major programs like West Virginia, How the mighty have fallen, though. And I like Rich Rodriguez. I always thought that he should have stayed at West Virginia. He had a good thing going at West Virginia. He could have won at West Virginia. And if he would have continued that program on the track, he was leading them, and it was a successful, competitive, winning conference championships level program. I mean, you were what? One game away from playing for the national championship. So it was possible at West Virginia, and I liked Rich Rodriguez. He could have stayed there, probably maybe still been there, or at least he would have had a different career trajectory. Instead, Michigan, that's not a job for everyone. Michigan's not that job. It was not a good move for him. Hopefully he can make Jacksonville State a – Contender in Conference you say, work his way back up the food chain. I like Rich Rodriguez, though, so it'll be interesting, to say the least, to see what he does there. Likes the coach. I mean, coaches love the coach, and you see coaches bounce back all the time. I hope Doc Holliday bounces back somewhere. I know his name was uh, up for one, right? I was hearing the rumors. Nothing I can really put my finger on about Akron. I was, I was hearing his name maybe being thrown around for Akron. That would be a good fit, actually. Doc Holliday and Akron, I could see that. I don't know if Doc could see that, but I could see Doc Holliday at Akron. They would be competitive, to say the least. Have a good defense, right? I mean, maybe Doc puts a little bit of the old band back together for some of his hires. Puts together a winning competitive program in the Mid-American Conference, and if Akron's winning – on a consistent basis, I don't think he's going to have any problems as far as fans being disappointed, disillusioned. I think if he has the level of success he had at Marshall at Akron, that's a good job for him. Not to say that Akron's not aspiring for more. They've got that beautiful stadium they're trying to put into the football program at least at an effort, it looks like. I think that would be a good fit. I mean, there's so many coaches – looking for jobs right now. There's so many coaching positions opening. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. And, um, by the way, I, I need to mention this one. You know all the speculation that Coach Huff was a candidate for the Virginia Tech job before uh, he was politely asked about that job, and he put those at least those rumors to rest that he was not in contact with the Virginia Tech. His agent was in contact with Virginia Tech and and put all that out. Well, we don't have to worry about that. Penn State Defensive Coordinator Brent Pry named the new head football coach at Virginia Tech. So that job is off the market now. And of course, I think in a couple of years, once Coach Huff gets the program to where he wants it to be, if he can do that and accomplish the things he's trying to achieve, and then you're going to hear his name come up a little bit more. And it's good business, really. Here in a couple of years, if your head coach isn't being talked about for higher-paying jobs, for higher-level programs, if his name's not coming up, you might want to be concerned a little bit because it's good publicity. If every year a job opening comes up, it might not even be the best fit for a coach. But if your coach's name is being mentioned, that's a good thing. I mean, nobody complained when Billy Donovan left early, right? You thought Billy was going to stick around for a few years, and then Billy... In and out. Nobody complained. At least nobody I know of complained. And he got on the job training at Florida, right? Florida was like, okay, we know you're a young coach here. It's good. We think you're going to be a really good coach. And it paid off for Florida. So don't be surprised. You see coaches, younger coaches, maybe not sticking around as long as they used to. And do you want a coach that sticks around 10, 12 years? Do you want a program where you get the hot up and comer. I mean how how do you how do you want your coach? You want them up and coming going to the next best thing and then a new up and comer comes. I mean do you want somebody that's gonna stick around 10, 15 years? How do you want your coaches? Of course you can comment anything that I mentioned on the show, I want your feedback on. Our text line is open, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. So what do you think? Do you like it that your coach is named for a job, or at least in that speculation of Virginia Tech's interested in Coach Huff? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Do you like that? I don't know if that's really a distraction or not. I think it's a good thing that when a coach's name comes up, someone's talking about your coach, that means – Somebody out there thinks that that coach is doing something right, doing something good, and that if that coach was named to the program he's being talked about, that he can do big things there. So to think that somebody thought, hey, you know what? What if Virginia Tech could get Coach Huff? Somebody thought that he was doing something right. I know her fans right now might be split on, what he's doing right, what he's not doing right. I know there's still a little aggravation of losing Western Kentucky. We're trying to get you past that. But the text line is open, 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. we got Dan D'Antoni. We're going to hear from him, get his thoughts on the upcoming matchup with Akron. Just kind of get an idea from him what he's thinking as he prepares for the matchup tomorrow. We'll get you caught up on the news of the day with the Thundering Herd. And uh, by the way, I'll save it for the next break, but today is Giving Tuesday, and the Big Green has got an event going on, still going on right now. Got the release midstream yesterday during the show. It's still going on, opportunity for you to give back to the Thundering Herd I'll tell you about it when we continue, give you an opportunity to uh, see what you can do. There's some incentives going on as well, so Marshall's offering up some things. If you do donate, you do give to Giving Tuesday. We'll talk about that with you when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. The text line is open now for you at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. As I mentioned to you before we went to the break, Big Green is uh, still doing its Giving Tuesday event. Now today is designated as Giving Tuesday. You know, you have Black Friday, you have Cyber Monday, you have Giving Tuesday—an opportunity for those of you who uh, are able to to make charitable contributions to causes and organizations that you feel passionate about and a lot of opportunities out there for fundraising. So that's what giving Tuesday is in a nutshell. Marshall, the big green has its own giving Tuesday event and it's over on the big greens website. I got the news story midstream during the show yesterday. So really didn't have a chance to, to look at it and talk about it too much. There's about six hours and 34 minutes left as of this show time. You can always give to the big green, but the reason why you want to do it today is because there's some incentives going on. First of all, last time I checked this was about a couple hours ago. I sent a tweet out just to remind folks, and maybe didn't see it. It was over eleven thousand. The goal is twenty five thousand. The raised money at that point was a little over eleven thousand, with. About a few hours ago and a couple hours since I looked at it, it's up to sixteen thousand seven hundred and sixty-six of that twenty-five thousand goal. Pretty good, right? You can do something, you can add to that if you like. Here's the incentives. There's four different prize packages, four different winners. So if you contribute, you're going to have a shot at one of these four prize packages. And depending on how much you give, you'll have more entries. So, if you make a donation between $60 and $119, you're going to get one entry into the drawing. If you make a donation between 120 and $299, you're going to have three entries into the drawing. 10 entries Well, that's going to cost you between $300 and $599. And 25 entries, $600 and above. What are you getting tickets to compete for? That's, well, that's the question. Prize pack number one is Marshall football coach Charles Huff, personalized signed football, plus... A random assortment of Thundering Herd gear and goodies. Okay. So you get that football. You get some gear. You get some some things. I don't know what that gear and goodies pack looks like, but you're getting some goodies. It's like a blind bag. You know, your kid comes up to you from the toy store. Okay, Walmart. There are no more toy stores. Hey, Mom, I want to get this. It's like some action figure, but you don't know what the action figure is in a bag. It's a blind bag. That's sort of like this prize pack. You get the football and some gear. The second prize pack, or prize pack number two, pretty good, actually. You get two courtside seats to what is described as a mutually agreed-upon home basketball game, plus a random assortment of Thundering Herd gear and goodies. All right, so that's pretty cool. I mean, the two courtside seats right there, I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to get the two courtside seats for, for $60. Let's just go ahead and say that. If you make a $60 donation with your one entry, your loan entry, and you win that, you did good. So that's prize pack number two. Prize pack number three, a signed soccer ball from the 2020 national champion men's soccer team, plus a random assortment of Thundering Herd gear and goodies. I wish I knew what the gear and goodies pack was. That, I'm curious. I want to know what the gear and goodies are. And then prize pack number four. Two lower-level tickets to each of the 2022 home men's basketball conference games, plus a random assortment of Thundering Her gear and goodies. So what you're telling me here is you're going to get a lot of gear and goodies, and you're going to get some pretty nice items there. I mean, really... What's the most valuable thing here? The courtside seats, the lower-level tickets for basketball. I'm sure you could run into Coach Huff and get that signed football you want. So I'm not saying prize pack number one's a bad prize pack. I'm just saying, if you're real nice to Coach Huff, if you don't win this, you could probably get a personalized signed football. Maybe Paul Thanks for everything you do, Coach Huff. But still, it's a pretty good pretty good get, right? I think so. Pretty good get there. The soccer ball, I mean, if you get it from the 2020 champs, when's the next time you're going to get those guys in the same place? So that's if you're a soccer fan, you're following the soccer team, that's a pretty good get there. I think so. Of course, the the two big prizes are probably the courtside seats. You're not going to get those again for $60. And the the two lower-level tickets to the 2022 men's basketball conference games. So it's conference games, two lower-level tickets to each of the 2022 home men's basketball conference games. So basically January 1st, Marshall versus Southern Miss is when the conference season starts. So every time Marshall is at home, from January 1st onward, I just know that Marshall's playing at Southern Miss, but the conference begins in 2022. You get to go to all those home games. So that's a pretty good get. I think so. Anyway, and again, you can go over to the Big Green's website. I tweeted the link as well if you want to do it that way. you get several hours to be a part of this thing. And it's been fun to watch this just because there's a heat map unique donations they, they kind of show where the support's coming from and no surprise most of the herd support's coming from west virginia north carolina is on the map south carolina is on the map georgia's on the map kentucky's on the map ohio one gift from new york okay that's cool one gift from texas uh you know you've got some you got some states on the map. If you're listening to the show live and you're on the map and you're not represented, here's your opportunity. Get the herd on the map in your state. And again, you can go to my Twitter account at Paul Swan if you haven't been there. While you're there, clicking that link. If you would care to give me a follow, I'd really appreciate it. Dan Dantoni taking on Akron tomorrow, the thundering herd looking to continue at least the good performance. We saw against Indiana, maybe follow that up with a win against Akron. Akron's tough. We'll talk about that with Coach D'Antoni in a little bit. We'll get your phone calls in as well. You can join the program on the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer, it is made pure. And our text line is open for you. We're going to fire that up for you at 304-523-2275. We've got more coming up, including Dan D'Antoni, when we continue here on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Before we hear from Dan Dan Tony, let's check the text line. We open that up for you every show at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. I was talking about would Marshall fans rather have the university... Be a place where the latest up-and-coming coach gets that opportunity? Or would you like to have a little bit more longevity in the coaching position? One texter writes, it's a catch-22 with a coach using Marshall as a stepping stone for the Power 5 schools. It means we are competing for championships, but every few years, having to start over with a new system. Love Doc and thankful for his time here at Marshall. Just let a couple of conference titles slip away, and that's fair. There were some opportunities for Don Holliday to put a few more trophies in the hardware case. It didn't work out for Coach Holliday, and I know Hurd fans want championships. You got really used to that feeling in the Mid-American Conference when Marshall was just steamrolling the conference for those first few years. Chad Pennington, Byron Lefwich, Randy Moss, you were steamrolling that league, right? You are feeling good. And you got used to that. Of course, I mean, winning is fun. Winning is really fun. And so you want to get back to that winning way. And if a coach isn't doing it, getting it done, you, know, you don't want to sit and wait five, six years for a conference championship. And at the same time, If you're competing for conference championships on a yearly basis and winning them with your coach, you might have to start being on the lookout for a new coach because a bigger program is going to come along, see that success, think that that success can be replicated with their institution. So you're going to have a lot of turnover, I think. You might get lucky because I don't know if Chris Grassi is going anywhere. It's not that he can't go anywhere, it's just I think he's found that he can be super competitive at Marshall, win championships, and he likes it here. I mean, some sports, you get some longevity and you love that longevity, and you've got a coach that can compete and win you some championships or compete for championships. I mean, same thing with some of the Olympic sports as well. If you get a good coach to come in, find a perfect fit between coach and university, and that coach is competitive and you see progress, you see championships now and then, I think you can see a long-term relationship with a coach. Sport like basketball, the next coach isn't going to be Dan D'Antoni. This this was Dan's place. I mean, Marshall and Dan D'Antoni. Marshall and the Dan Tony family, it's, it's a little bit more symbiotic. It's a little more of a different relationship because Dan wasn't out looking for different coaching jobs in college. Dan wanted to coach Marshall one day because Dan loves Marshall. How many Dan D'Antonis are out there? How many of those are going to get? And it's very hard. So whenever Dan decides to step down and turn the reins over to someone else, it's probably going to be an up-and-coming coach that can take the program somewhere different. And, of course, if that coach is very successful, and depending on how successful that coach is, you might see another program come a-knocking. I like Marshall's position, though, in basketball in the Sun Belt because I think that's a league that Marshall can be instantly a higher-echelon team in basketball Compete for Sunbelt Belt championships when the Sun Belt Conference, because after all, if you're in a conference like the Sun Belt or Conference USA or the Mid American Conference, you might be looking at one bid plus. Most years, one one bid plus. If you're in a conference like the Sun Belt and if you can put together a good product, you might have a really fair shot at getting a automatic bid. Speaking of basketball, I promise you, Dan D'Antoni, and, and I will deliver. Akron is the next opponent. I know some of the older Herd fans like this matchup. It's Marshall and a Mid-American Conference opponent, right? I like the MAC opponents. Akron's a cool opponent. Basketball, yeah, I like Akron in basketball. Play Akron all the time. I'm not saying every year, but you can play Akron every, every so often. It's a good matchup. It's an easy game to get to, relatively speaking. And sure, these two programs have met and have a history already, so... You know what you saw last time, but what's Akron about this time? What's the challenge for this game? Dan D'Antoni expands on that.
1: Well, they got uh, two guys, they play inside out, and uh, we've had two big games against us on the inside. So we've got to make sure that uh, we keep that under control a bit. And uh, uh, we've got to work on defensively today just on guarding the post and how to rotate and bring in help if we need to do that. And uh, we got to get better at it. We've had two big games, really two we've lost. Both big men had big games. So we're going to have to try to shut down on that a little bit and have a, a little better attack and uh, just challenge our kids to. Uh, some of it just got to man up, you know. So we got to challenge our kids to man up and then we have to have an alternate attack, and the thing about alternate attacks, they only last for a while. You can't go a whole game doing that. You start doing that, and they got shooters on the perimeters, then you make it easy for the perimeter shooters. They'll they'll find a way to get it out there, and uh, so we're just going to keep working on, it, try to keep getting better, see if we can do a better job defending the post player.
0: Now, part of our conversation with Dan. He talked a little bit more about the value of the offense, the attack that Marshall's running. It's a high risk offense, and so you just heard him say, "You got to get a little bit better on the attack. Got to have an alternate attack." Dan talked a little bit, expanding on the value of just running the offense that Marshall does run, and he did point out it's a high risk offense. We
1: sometimes, in even this year, we we uh, a little quick, a little quick to. uh, Throw passes and lobs, risk plays, high risk plays. A little quick to do that and a little quick sometimes to take a uh, three. But, you know, the problem, if, if you start trimming it down, you don't get a chance to pick and choose. Well, that one's worked, so that was good. This one didn't, you shouldn't have done it. Or this shot went down, that's good. Well, this one didn't, so you shouldn't have shot that one. You don't. You know, you don't get a pick and choose. We run a uh, – Fairly high risk offense. It's shown to be efficient. Though last year we led the conference both in efficiency and tops in scoring. So we've done that before. It's our kids honing in and and making exact decisions without a uh, rein in their mouth. You know you can't if you start doing that you're going to lose you're going to lose the essence of what we do. And it's the same thing with outside shooting. We're not built to. Uh, uh, post low post play and uh, uh, We have to keep the post open so that what we're built for is penetration and quick lobs and pick and rolls so you have to take shots. It's not like Okay, we'll just quit shooting well you quit shooting and then the pick and roll goes and all your drives go because they're just gonna crowd and they're gonna set inside so You have to take them and we got to keep working get getting better and better at what they do you know? You know, i got confidence the kids will
0: do that. I feel like I just went to an advanced study on basketball with Dan D'Antoni. He laid it out there for you. You heard him talk earlier in this segment, guys have just got to go man up. He talked about just improving that defensive presence inside the post. And I think it is. You just sometimes got to go out there and man up. Let's hear what Dan had to say about it.
1: Well, we're just going to have to be stronger inside against, uh, and we've only had two players do it to us. You know, it's the and they're both pretty good players. One's an All-American, and uh, the other one uh, had big game. Bassie, I think I got that right. From uh, uh, had a big game against us, but uh, well, in fact, we only lost one that uh, the two bigs that had big games, but. Uh, you know, again, I thought we did some things. We, we started a double team in, uh, against the Indiana. We have a pattern that we double team out of, and we were hit and miss with it. We didn't do a real good job with that. And we're going, we're going to work on that today to get that uh, alternate uh, help down there and have a way to scheme up and try to cover the three-point shooters on the outside. Again, Indiana makes it difficult in that they got real quick, two real quick pull guys outside. Point guard is not a quick one, but he's still, he's three for six. You know, he doesn't shoot many, but when he does, he makes them. So, you know, we've got to have a, a scheme to where we can get to and contest those type of shots. And we have to have a scheme as to where we're going to send the postman. And uh, we we just have to shore that up. We weren't. We weren't buying in as completely as we need to, so hopefully uh, as we go forward we'll get that down pat. And we've got to keep our – our guards sometimes will jump, and they've got to stay down in front, cut the penetration out some. Uh, I think Tavion does a good job. we got to get Andy. Andy will jump a little bit. He's, he's got he's to stay down in front, and uh, George will jump a little bit. And they need to sit down and uh, stay in front and not allow penetration. Then that helps guarding big people too, because you stay put on him, stay bodied up, and it makes it easier to guard them. So it's a little bit of a team thing. But um, you know, overall, except for this last game, pretty pleased where the defense has been.
0: That's Dan D'Antoni talking about his defense. There is a D and Dan Tony. Let's not get too carried away. I know he jokes about that sometimes. There is D and Dan Tony. One more thing he said yesterday during his presser that I wanted to talk to you about was playing at Assembly Hall, playing Indiana. Now, you want to get to the point where you play programs like Indiana, you play higher-level competition or bigger names, that it's just another game for you. But at the same time, it is an experience. I think Indiana is a, a fantastic basketball program. I mean, for a lot of people in West Virginia, especially around here, if you were around here growing up when we had like 12 cable channels, and that was it. I mean, you had 3, 8, 13. I mean, later on, we got 23, which then became 11. And of course, 23 was really cool. And we had a couple of cable channels that really were out of market. We had the New York channel for a while I think it was channel 11 we had the Indiana station out of Bloomington a lot of people know about Indiana at least around here I know about Indiana I grew up Indiana was uh, prevalent on the television we had like we had seven ten channels so I get it I think Indiana basketball that's what I think about I think Indiana more so than you know later on Duke Later on, North Carolina for me, but you know it was always Indiana's like that—that that blue blood there. So I think it's a big deal. You go into Assembly Hall; it's still a big deal, but you got to go in there if you're a basketball player and just play. I mean, deal with the atmosphere because let's be honest: when you get back home to the Henderson Center, the atmosphere at the Henderson Center is not what the atmosphere is at Assembly Hall. Can it be a great atmosphere? Sure it can. Is it going to be? Well, fans have got to buy tickets. Fans have got to fill up the Henderson Center. I've seen a couple of times where the atmosphere was really good. Memphis was involved a few times in those games. A lot of people excited to go see the Herd play Memphis. You think Indiana fans packed the arena because Marshall was there or it was because Indiana was there? That's that's the trick. And so... You go into a venue like this, and you you go through that adversity. You go through it all, and you come out a little bit better, right? Well, Dan talked about that. That was the question: how just playing well in Assembly Hall against Indiana is going to maybe pay some dividends off.
1: I think that's kind of an individual thing. Some probably some kids it does affect. Some kids, not so. You know, they always ask me the first time. Went to Madison Square Garden, you know, they were in awe that the town of Mullins could fit 19 times inside the Madison Square Garden, but I never really felt anything, you know. It didn't mean much to me. You know, I guess it affects different people different ways. Everybody is different. Uh, uh, So I never was, I don't get too much shock and awe of of things. So just kind of do the best I can. Control what I can control. That's me.
0: Never too high, never too low, Dan Dan, Tony, But he's right. It's an individual thing. For me, I would be excited to go into Assembly Hall, play at that venue, perform well, feel good about it. Dan's like, there's a basketball court and they got a rim. All right, here's the basketball. Let's go. Yeah, I've been in Madison Square Garden. It was all right. Never too high. He's never too low as a coach, he's got to be pretty even, right? You don't want to have to ride a surfboard. Always hitting the wave high and then coming down low and then hitting the wave again. That's Dan D'Antoni. Me, on the other hand, I think it's uh, something that they're going to benefit from. You play at a tough venue, you realize you can play at a tough venue. You just now have to figure a way to get over to the next level. Win now. You have to find out how you make playing well translate into winning. We'll see what happens. Akron, opportunity for the herd to get a win and to continue to play well. When we continue, we're going to wrap this one up. Text line's still open, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. More coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. A couple of items of note that we haven't had a chance to talk about. Volleyball, adding a couple of student athletes that came out yesterday. Ellie Barry and uh, Foya Sebastian. Uh, Barry. you might remember her. You might know her name. Uh, she is, of course, a hometown girl. Right side hitter, Huntington High School. 1,000 kills in her prep career, all-conference honorable mention from 2018 to 20, and first-team all-conference in 2021. She was named to the 2021 Queen of the Hill All-Tournament team as well as the 2018 and 2021 SpikeFest All-Tournament teams. She has also been a student-athlete in track and field. And you might know her name. Chad played football. Her father, Chad Berry, played football and basketball for Marshall in the early 1990s. So you might recognize her name. So you get somebody who is local and has a history with the university coming to play volleyball for you. So that's exciting there. So uh, congratulations to Ari Agnes and what she's trying to put together with her squad. I think uh, she's going down the right path there. Track and field, Marshall. Kicking off the 2021-22 season, it's going to be against Moorhead State, take place at Jeff Small Track inside the Chris Klein Indoor Athletics Complex. So the Marshall opener in Huntington on Thursday evening against Moorhead State, and it'll be, again, at Jeff Small Track inside the Chris Klein Indoor Athletic Complex. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be back tomorrow. We've got basketball, Marshall taking on Akron. We'll have complete coverage of that one. So start your sports night off right with the drive coming up tomorrow at 5 o'clock right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. I'll be back tomorrow with a preview of that matchup as we look ahead to the Thundering Herd. Also. Always get your calls in. You will get your text in as well. So we'll make a full day of it tomorrow. And we'll do that starting at 5 right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Good night, everyone.